T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. So I got this from Jeff Schultz on his uh, Twitter page, and he put out yesterday, and uh, we know Gabe uh, Burns, our buddy, was involved in this as well. He said the Atlanta chapter of the Baseball Writers Association of America voted Austin Riley as a repeat winner of the Brave of the Year Award. The final vote tally was seven votes for Austin Riley, six votes for Dansby, and five votes for Michael Harris. Uh, Jeff Schultz said his vote went to Dansby. Dave O'Brien said his vote went to Michael Harris. And we talked to our buddy Gabe Burns last night. I believe he said he went with Michael Harris as well. Now, I don't know who all of the people are that are in the Atlanta chapter of the Baseball Writers Association of America. And you're not going to probably like one of the names. going to be Terrence Moore, I believe, is probably part of that because I think Terrence Moore still votes for the Hall of Fame and everything. So I'm guessing he's probably part of – because remember, he was a beat writer for the Cincinnati Reds for a long, long time. So I'm guessing locally in Atlanta, besides Dave O'Brien, I'm guessing Mark Bowman, Gabe, Jeff Schultz, probably Terrence Moore. Um, I don't know who else is part of all of that. but And I thought this was interesting. Because when I started thinking about it, who was the MVP of the break? Now, understand, and Gabe brought this up to us last night, that they do – for the purposes of this vote, there is some consideration put into off-the-field stuff, okay? So whatever, charity work, things like that. That's why it's kind of – that's why it's called Brave of the Year. That's why it's not, you know, Brave MVP or something like that. They do factor in other things, and, and I understand that. And I don't know that any one of those three guys is bad off the field or anything like that. But – I got to be honest with you. If I had a vote in that thing, I'd have to put Michael Harris at number one. And look, not taking away anything from what Riley did. And, and by the way, Riley's first half was monstrous. His first half was certainly much better than his second half was. Dansby had a monster season all the way around. I would have loved for him to score a run today so he could have gotten to 100 runs scored. But, you know, 99 runs, 20-plus homers, 90-plus RBI. Uh, what did he finish with for the uh, – I'll have to look at his stats for what he finished with with stolen bases. Did he end up over 20 or was it 18? Trying to remember now what, what he ended up with for his stolen base uh, total out there. But he obviously had a career this year. Uh, yeah, 18, 18 uh, steals. Um, obviously had a career year in what you know could potentially be his walk year. Not saying he is going to walk. I'm just saying he is a free agent, so he's available to walk if that's what his choice was. 
But if you think about Michael Harris and the role that he filled, you know, he was brought up first and foremost to just, if nothing else, solidify the defense in center field. Remember, Adam Duvall gets hurt and he's gone for the year. And, you know, he we were joking, remember, in the early part of the year about are they ever going to give Duvall a rest? Because they didn't have anybody else that was truly equipped to play center field. You really didn't want to play Ronnie there. Because remember, we saw, you know, he was already getting tired in the early part of the year, coming back from injury, trying to recoup, trying to recover, right? He had to DH a lot more, right? Remember, he had to do a lot of that kind of stuff, get himself out of the field. Because, you know, he plays with one speed. It's full tilt boogie is the is the speed. It says on the little gear shifter thing, you know, like on a gear shift thing, it says like, like one, two, three, four. Right? On the high end for him, it says full tilt boogie because that's how he plays. So, you know, you needed somebody to come in and give you a spark defensively in the outfield, if nothing else, just to take the pressure off of Adam Duvall having to play every day out there. And remember, Duvall was playing all the time in the outfield. And we talked about he's going to end up with bloody stumps for legs when all is said and done. So he comes in in one of the most important positions in baseball. Start doing the pecking order on your infield and your outfield, right? Shortstop one, probably center two, catcher three, second base four. So he's playing one of the most important positions that you could ask a guy to do. So he's got to come in and play defense and do all of that first. Then he comes up and he starts raking to the point where he was a home run short of a 2020 season. He had 20 steals with only two caught stealing, 19 homers. And remember, he's hitting at the bottom of the order for most of the year. Drove in 64 runs and scored 75 runs. Hitting, by and large, at the bottom of the order. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It was an outstanding performance. 114 games where he came in and provided you a spark both on offense, defense, and he made that whole, especially that top of that order. Because you could go with Ronnie, uh, or sorry, with Michael Harris in the nine hole and then flip right over into Ronnie and Dansby. And it made that whole top of that order better. Because number one is you could turn that order over quicker, right? He's hitting, getting on base. He's hitting 300. And by the way, you know, hit 297 with a 339 on base for the season. Three triples to go along with 27 doubles, by the way. But he could turn that lineup over. And what is it that managers and pitching coaches fear the most in the world of baseball with their pitchers? Guys seeing that lineup for the third time through. Harris was turning that lineup over. So it wasn't just all the defense he provided. It wasn't just the run production that they were getting from him. It wasn't just turning over the lineup. 
You know, it's and then the youth and the spark. You know, that's one of the things we talked about throughout the season is one of the reasons that this team won't get complacent is because of that youthful spark that they got from the Vaughn Grissoms and the Michael Harris and the Spencer Strider. Those kind of guys that weren't here last year, the kind of guys that weren't a part of this team last year, right? Those guys had that infusion of youth and, you know, I'll say whiz and vinegar. I'll clean it up. I won't say the P word, but we'll say whiz and vinegar. And they brought that youthful exuberance. Then you mix in, you know, when you had Ozzy available and Ronnie and all that kind of stuff, right? We already know that, that you know, they play with that, with that kind of youthful energy. Now you mix in all of these guys to go along with it. And obviously Kyle Wright's a guy who, you know, still trying to figure out his way in the league, and he comes up with a 21-win season. So, again, I don't think there's a bad choice. I don't think saying Dansby or saying Austin Riley are bad choices. But I think if I had to pick one guy, I think Michael Harris was that guy. And I don't think it's coincidence that, look, when we look back on the season, right, June 1st feels like that was the turning point. And that was the day that Snitker called that meeting in Arizona with this team, and that's when they rattled off the 14 in a row, right? Now, look, yes, there's probably some coincidence to all of that, but there's also not coincidence to all of that. There also is a reason that you do those kinds of things and try to light a fuse, and they did. And from that point on, the Braves caught fire. When did that, wasn't it Wasn't it Memorial Day, like end of May, Dylan, when that, who's that goofball up in New York that was on with Dukes and Bell the other day? The guy who proclaimed the whole division Sal was Licata. over. Sal All right, so Salmonella, so Salmonella, <laughs> he proclaimed the division. But that was around Memorial Day, wasn't it? It was like the end of May or early June or something like that. Right before the Braves went on that winning streak. It, it's, you know, the, the old saying is hindsight is twenty twenty, right? It's just funny in hindsight to look at how all of those things lined up. You know, to get Harrison, the 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 speech and the meeting in Arizona. The NL is over. That- What's the date on all that? Yeah, does it have a date on there? It's a uh, it it's from something from another site that so it's not an accurate date. I'm gonna find the date. All for right, you, though. yeah. See if we can find the sam when he had salmonella, and he and he called the the East over or whatever like that. Because it feels like all of that stuff just kind of lined up, kind of like one, <coughs> excuse me, domino after the other. And I, I agree with something that Carl said. He almost kind of just said in passing, would the Braves have won the division? even with the years that Riley and Swanson had, if you didn't have Michael Harris. And the fact that he jumped over AAA and came right up from AA. It was May 31st. Okay, so it was Memorial Day or yep. whatever, somewhere around whatever Memorial. Memorial Day is the, final, the, the fourth Monday of May, so somewhere around the, that, that time frame. Right. So, so very end of May, because June 1st was the meeting in Arizona, you know, when they were out there, and that's when Snicker brought them all together and said, hey, look, let's – Let's get this thing figured out. It all just came together from there. And I'm trying to see. I'll look and see real quick here, too, with Michael Harris about when his what, – what's the actual date of his debut this year. But I don't think that even if you had May 28th was Michael Harris's debut. After the end of a good fight, 
You deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. So May twenty eighth, he debuts. You said May 31st was Salmonella? Yes. Okay, so Salmonella happened on May 31st, and Snicker calls the meeting on June 1st, and it all changes. In that five-day period, the entire Braves world changes, right? Snicker calls the meeting. They get it cranked up. Harris said debuted a few days before. That's also around the same time Strider got as a, in, in the starting rotation, right, I believe, somewhere around there. And then, you know... Salmonella put the phenoinks on everything for the Mets, put the phenoinks on them, and it all turned, you know, from there. So I don't – I agree with Carl. I don't think that they win this division, even with the years that Swanson and Riley and Olsen had, if you don't have Michael Harris in the mix for all of that. And I just look at – he was outstanding offensively, defensively, and I do – I legitimately believe that they are going to have two – Gold Glove winners. I believe Dansby's going to win a Gold Glove, and I pro- do. We have that clip save. I proclaimed that months you ago did. that Dansby's going to win the Gold Glove. I think Michael Harris is going to win the Gold Glove too. And just to put it all together, Spencer Strider made his first start May thirtieth. Mm. How crazy is that That's whole wild. five days? Think about that. I mean, how crazy is that whole just five day stretch from the twenty eighth to the first of the month? All of those little dominoes. Now, look, understand, Salmonella didn't have anything to do with this, but he did put the phenoinks on the Mets, right? Put the phenoinks on them, and he, and he you know, put the, uh, you know, I don't know, there's a couple other terms I could use, but I can't, I can't say them on terrestrial radio. But, um, but it's just crazy to think about all of these little dominoes that fell into place. So, again, I don't think there's a bad answer. I got no problem with Riley or saying Swanson because you can make cases for him. But I think that if you look at when and what Michael Harris did for this team, as crazy as that sounds, and nobody, nobody saw him coming up to the big club at the end of May and running away with the rookie of the year. And give Strider credit. Look, up until the time Strider got hurt, I said – they should split that award. Strider deserved it every bit as much as Michael Harris had because of what they both had meant. And then obviously, unfortunately, Strider gets hurt. Michael Harris continues to pull away. He's going to be, if he's not, if Michael Harris is not unanimous in the rookie of the year voting, whoever did not vote for him should be fired, banned from baseball, and never allowed to attend a game ever again. If I was the commissioner, I would do that. I would ban them, fire them, and bar them. I wouldn't even let them go to a minor. I wouldn't even let them go to their kids' Little League game ever again. They wouldn't be allowed to go anywhere near a baseball field ever again. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLV.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.